Peace world, what up world, this is your man Ant Boogie Don't worry about the name, get used to the voice Hopefully everybody's going good, it's going right And everything is going cool in your world And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Keeping the Towel Yeah ladies and gentlemen, we are here for another day and We're here for a definite another week, but definitely for another episode And I do thank you for tuning in And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're here again Thank you for tuning in. I don't care what day or time it is. I don't care if it's in the morning, afternoon, night, middle of the night, early, early, early in the morning. Peace and welcome to another episode of Keeping the Towel. And yes, everyone, once again, I am Ant Boogie, a.k.a. Ant Boogie 3000, a.k.a. The Boogeyman, a.k.a. That's Me. Your test. I don't care what you've been dealing with. I don't care what you've been going through. You had to go through and deal with a test. And that test can mean a lot of things. A test to break an addiction. A test to make sure that you are able to curb habits or stop certain habits. Or your test is your business. You had a certain place in your business. Or you have a test of self-improvement. You had a certain place in your life and you're trying to amend and get better and that you will have a different perspective on life or not even just a different perspective, but to do something different with your life that what you once did, you no longer want to do or you don't do anymore. It's a test. And you know what test I'm talking about, folks. That test where drinking was just nothing. You can down a whole entire bottle of whatever is your bottle. You fill in that blank. It was easy for you, if not every day, every other day or every week. Remember one time I was working with the brother and this dude told me he was a grave digger. And he said, you know what, Boogie? I was able to go ahead and drink a six pack every single day. Think about that. This man drank a six pack every single day. And I was like, bro, did you ever pass out from alcohol poisoning? He said, nope, it was nothing for me. I asked him, what made you stop? He said at the time it was his fiance. And he said... He realized that if he wanted to live and have a good life with her, he was going to have to curb what he was doing. Ridiculous. That's crazy, ain't it? And then I remember another brother, even I remember a woman. Wow, man, I remember all these people all of a sudden. I remember a brother and then another woman. They had a smoking addiction and they told me, yo, smoked whatever. And it was nothing. They could smoke through a pack in a day. Then they realize, like, man, of course, as we know all the time, it takes a medical scare. Either you have a heart attack or the doctors say, yo, you're just about one more pack away from dealing with heart murmur or you're going to end up having part of your lung cut or you're going to end up having some stints in your heart or something like that. And it was so amazing when you hear those stories, you're just like, yo, that's what took you to go ahead and think differently about your life. And it's a test. And the one thing they all said to me was there's a test where you come around people or not even just being around people but by yourself. And there's that test where it's like, you know, you can go ahead and get that another drink. You know, you can go ahead and smoke that just one hit. That's it. There's so many things that could justify it. Hard day, long day, a good day, a victory in something or it's just, yo, it's been a long time. Let's call it what it is. And that is where we get caught up in that test. There's others of you who go ahead and look at the fact at the test you're in right now. You have your business and your business 
is slow to get up. Your business has slowed down a little. Once it was just booming out of nowhere, it slowed down. Of course, if it was from the pandemic, definitely slowed up. That is your test. You're at a brink. You're at a brink. And others of you may have different tests. And I'm going to get into that. But this is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. Your test can put you at a brink. But your test is not a trap. There you go, folks. That is what I'm giving you at this moment. Your test is not a trap. And that's what we feel. We will go through a test. And whatever that test of metal is, it could be of our mental fortitude. It could be our physical fortitude, our spiritual fortitude, whatever is our test. We oftentimes think like, man. This is taking way too long. I've been going through this way too long. We don't realize when we got into whatever it was, our habit, whatever it was, and I'm just being up with you. It could be anything. You go ahead and fill in that blank. Porn, smoking, drinking, excessive spending. It can also be you got an abusive nature to yourself. And when you're trying to change yourself, it's hard. It's hard. When you're trying to change scenery, when you want to go ahead and move on to something else, it's hard. It's a test. When you go ahead and you move from one area that you've known all your life to now you got to go into a whole different area, relocation, it's a test. When you have to go ahead and something that you've done so long for your life, but now you got to go to school, go back to school to learn something totally new, it's a test. Whether we want to believe it or not, we have to go through this test. And we will say, man, this test is taking way too long. We go ahead and we look at when we had to go to school, right? Four years in high school. Some of you three, God bless you. Four years in college, five years, six years in college. Some of you three, God bless you. And this test that we're dealing with can encompass so many things. As I said, it could test your mental fortitude. And that's what a test will definitely do. It's going to definitely show how much of your mind are you still willing to keep and not lose? How much of your mind are you willing to use in this moment? Are you willing to play dead with your mind? It also tests your spiritual fortitude, definitely, because that's what a test does. Because you can have the courage at the moment, but in the middle of that test, you can drop everything and say, nah, this ain't it. Now, nah, you know what? I'll just fail it at this moment. I'll be cool. That's what the test does. And so some of you have gone through a test for so long that you feel that this test will never be over. I'm talking to a lot of you out there. I'm talking to you. Black, white, Asian, Latina, I'm talking to you. I don't care who you are, Native American, I have no clue, and I don't care what your race is or what you identify as. You have to go through a test, and you're going through a test right now. And some of you have even said, man, this test has gone on way too long. The test lasted for a year. Some of you are in the middle of a test that's been two years going, three years going, four years going. And you're asking, man, when will this test be over? But that's the whole point. But you see, this test is different than what we are normally used to getting in school, where you're like, you got to test your memory. How much of this is to see that you retained in class? How much did you study, right? This test is different. This test is for maturing you. This test is to see, do you really want to let go of this pernicious habit? Do you really want whatever this is? Do you really want that? I'm talking to a lot of you who stand on the unemployment line and wonder, 
How long will I be without a job? I'm talking to you who have to go to the unemployment office and constantly, or not even you got to go anymore, but now you got to fill out online. But when you fill out online and you're still wondering, how often do I have to keep doing this? Because this test is not fair. How often do I have to keep putting out resumes and one resume and another resume and another resume and then keep getting the same line right back? That line saying, thank you for your resume. And they're giving you all this great, great fluff. It was so great to have you fill out for us and it was so great for you to fill out for this position however we are not going to take you at this time but we'll keep your resume on file those of you know what i'm talking about yeah i am talking to you to the point you don't even want to read the fluff you go straight to that line come on this just let me hear it do i have it or not you just want to know the one sentence you want to have and hear the one sentence read the one sentence Listen, we want you for another interview. We want you for an interview. We want to even hire you. I'm talking to you when you've written your book for so long and one editor after another said, nah, we're not going to do it. No, nope. one publisher after another says, nah, we're not publishing this. To you who've written your song and after you've written it, you've shown it to some people, you sang it in front of open mic nights and so forth everywhere. It's just you. You looking like an idiot, so you think. And then they just staring at you like you're just invisible. And then, nah, we don't even want that song. That's not a real song. See, you know what I'm talking about is a test. And you've been dealing with that for so long. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. You've built up certain things as an organization or an event that you want to go ahead and get done. You just need people to go ahead and help you put it together. You need people to help you run it. You need people to help you get this thing going, to keep it going, actually. And then here did you have these people saying, I'm going to be there. I got you. You just tell me the day and the time I'm there. that You can count on me. And that's when you go ahead, you're happy about it. That morning you get up and you get to wherever you are. And then guess what? Nobody's there to help you feed the homeless. Nobody's there to help you hand out care packages. Nobody's there. Oh, wait, that was today? And you've been dealing with that year after year, and you're wondering, is this my test? Why am I still taking this test? I get it. Been there. I know what it's like. Where you feel like you're just setting up an entire house by yourself. You got to set up the living room, dining room, and the three or four bedrooms and the bathroom. But your test is not a trap. No matter how long you've been in it, your test is not the trap. We can look at it and wonder, when is this over? Of course, we all want a test to be over. Just like, as I said, when we are in school, we want to like, man, please hurry up. You're watching the clock and everything. But here's what's happening. While you're watching for the clock to go, you still didn't even finish the first five questions. Your test is still not over despite you're watching for the clock. This is your test, but it's not your trap. I get it when you've put in everything, you've given everything you possibly could. And then still, in the end, you're like, whew, I'm done. Nope. That's just part one. There's still more. As I said to you earlier, your test is going to test your mental fortitude, your spiritual fortitude, and sometimes your physical fortitude, whichever one it is. But it's going to test your mental, no matter what you do. And so when you finish one part, guess what? You still got another part. You may get the mental part down, but now you got to get the spiritual part down. And I'm not trying to be numinous to anything. I don't care what faith you follow. I don't care what you believe. I'm just saying that's what it will do. Whether you go on a pilgrimage, whether you go on a fast, no matter what you do, boy, will a fast test you in every way possible. It's going to test you mentally, spiritually, physically. That's what a fast does. You have to be tested. It has to test you to see if you're maturing. You have to go through that test. 
but it's not your trap. If you've done a three-day fast, a one-day fast, a whole week fast, a month fast, boy, that is no joke. One-day fast, eh, you're going to have agitation. Three-day fast, yeah, you're going to go a little past agitation. Seven-day fast, boy, it feels like the world's just mad at you. For a month, whew, but yes, for maturation. And so I say to you today, at this time and this hour that you're listening to this, that your test is not your trap. And many of you feel you're trapped in where you are, but you're not. You're not. You want the shortcut to the test. You want to be able to go from question one to the last question and say, all right, well, I'm good. I'm done. No, but here's the thing when you're done with the test. Did you grow from that test? Did you learn anything new that will give you a different perspective? Because if you fail a test, what do you do? Is either two things going to happen when you fail a test. You either say, you know what? I got to study more. Or you say, whatever. When you say whatever and you just move on, yeah, you'll see the consequences of that. However, if you say, you know what? I got to study a little bit better. Maybe I got to learn how to get away from the people. Maybe I'm going to have to stop sitting amongst a bunch of noise and think that I can concentrate better. Maybe I need to get someplace quiet. Maybe I do need to shut off my phone to study better, whatever it is. And this is the same thing in the test of life. Maybe you're going to have to shut off the phone to some people, meaning you're going to have to block a few people. You have to block texting. You're going to have to block their calls because they're distracting you in the midst of that test. And some of you are in the test. You don't even know it. That's the crazy part. A lot of us are in the test. We don't even have a clue that we're in the test. And some of you just started your test. Open your eyes and be perspicacious and see what's happening. Some of you are in the middle of your tests and you're cursing it. You're in the middle of your test and you want to give up. Those of you at almost at the end of your test, you don't know when the test is going to be over, but when you're almost there, yeah, what will that test do to you? Will it make you bitter or will it make you better? What will it do to you? And I'm talking to those in the middle of their tests, year one, year two, year three of your tests. And it feels like sometimes you're going to catch a victory. You know what the crazy thing is? In the middle of your test, you're going to catch some victories and you're going to catch some losses. But the victory is when we say, yo, I'm good. I did it. Not really. You still got more to go. But it's not the trap. The trap is where we feel, will this ever end? Will this cycle ever end? Will I ever get over this? Will I ever get to the point where I can go somewhere and I don't have to have a drink or I don't have to have excessive drinks? Will I go somewhere and I don't have to light up something in order to cope? I don't need to have a drink to cope with something. I don't need to go ahead and turn to sex or whatever it is and cope whatever I'm dealing with. Can I just deal with it in the right way, in a healthy way where I don't have to worry about feeling bad when I'm done? That's going to put my health at risk. That's going to put other people at risk. That's what I ask you. That's what I know many of you ask in the middle of your tests. But it's not your trap. You may feel it's never going to be over. Those of you who are out there, I'm talking to you. You may be looking out there in one job after another, trying to find another job to keep up with this part-time job that you got if you got one. And so you just want two ends to meet so you got something to go ahead and take care of yourself or you don't have anything at all and you're questioning, you don't even know what's going to happen next because I get it, I understand. And then you're wondering, man, when will this be over? Because in the middle of this test, I am losing. I'm scraping to get food in my fridge. I'm scraping to make sure this bill is taken care of. I'm scraping to make sure I have enough. I get it. I get it. Your test has included you going to the bank and looking at the ATM. And the ATM, instead of saying insufficient funds, saying, why are you here? 
your test includes when you go to the bank and they're saying, listen, you can't take this out because if you do, you're going to be below the, the threshold limit. Your test is when you can go to the bank and you realize that if you put in this $50 or whatever is there, even if it's a stimulus check, you know that it's going to be gone within just a couple of days. That's your test. Your test is to be at peace. That's hard, but you can get through it. Your test is not your trap, but also understand your test is not the final exam. We're going to constantly go through tests in this life that we live. But I tell you today, it's okay that you cry during your tests, that you're pissed off during your tests, that you're wondering what next is going to happen, that you don't know. Some of you are losing faith as I speak right now, but I'm telling you, don't lose faith. Don't lose heart. Don't give up in the midst of your test. Your test is almost over. But it's not your trap. Will your test make you better or bitter? Only you will choose. In the midst of taking your test, you cannot throw in your towel. I'm telling you, my sister, I know it's worrisome. How are you going to take care of the bills? I understand, Dad. How am I going to take care of my family and I barely have enough? I get it. I understand to the student who's going for education and here it is. They got to find out you can't come to class because of certain things and they don't know how they're going to pay for their tuition. I understand. I understand to the person out there who has to take care of a loved one who is sick and all the burden falls on them. And all you just want is a breakthrough somewhere. I get it. But it's your test, but not your trap. Go ahead. Yell. Go ahead. Scream. It's OK. Yeah. Get somewhere quiet. Where it's just you. You can just yell what you got to yell. But it's not your trap. And as you cry, as you sweat out during this test, get your towel. Wipe your blood. Wipe your sweat. Wipe your tears. But whatever you do, don't quit the test yet. And don't throw in the towel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your man, Ant Book. And I'm telling you, I'm taking the test with you too right now. God, I'm taking the test with you right now. And I know what it's like when you did times you just sit somewhere, tears fall out your eyes. Doesn't mean you less of a man, you less of a woman. But I get it. But don't throw in your towel. I don't want you to throw in your towel. All right? You got this. Pick up your towel. Get back in the classroom. Get back in the classroom. Take a seat. Open your book and finish up the test. Because you got this. It's your man, Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name, but get used to this voice. I'll check you when I check you. And I'll see you on the other side when the test is over. Peace. <laughs>